Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we focused on EV news, 6G leadership in India, more space junk, and AI writing scripts in Hollywood. This week's show includes news about renewable energy, some caution being expressed about AI, and lots of interesting ways robots and drones help us get things done. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. Last year, more electricity was generated from renewable sources than from coal, for the first time ever, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. In addition, renewable sources also surpassed nuclear as a source of electricity generation last year, as well as the year before that. The increase was driven by growth in wind and solar, which contributed 14% of the electricity produced domestically in 2022. U.S. solar production was led by California, which produced 26% of the nation's solar-generated electricity, followed by Texas, 16%, and North Carolina, 8%. The most wind generation was in Texas, which accounted for 26% of the U.S. total, followed by Iowa, 10%, and Oklahoma, 9%. According to the American Council on Renewable Energy, it all boils down to economics. Over the past 10 years, the cost of wind-generated energy has declined by 70%, and the cost of solar has gone down by 90%, making renewable energy more affordable than many other sources of electricity. This week, the Biden White House announced that it wants to build 30 gigawatts of offshore wind energy by 2030, enough to power more than 10 million homes. Those turbines would be anchored to the seafloor. An additional 15 gigawatts of energy would be generated by floating wind turbines by 2035, enough to power an additional 5 million homes. According to the Department of Energy Secretary Granholm, Offshore wind will create tens of thousands of good-paying union jobs and revitalize coastal communities. Power created by capturing strong wind has the added benefit of being emission-free, making possible the shutdown of power plants that operate on combustion and pollute. Also this week, the Biden administration announced a plan to work with American companies and nonprofits in an effort to increase EV production with the goal of transitioning 50% of gas-powered cars and trucks in the U.S. to EVs over the next 10 years. Participating organizations include Google, Siemens, Mercedes-Benz, and Hertz. They have committed to expand EV fleets and boost the number of charging stations. Federal agencies have purchased 3,000 light and medium-duty zero-emission vehicles in the 2023 fiscal year, quadrupling the number acquired the previous year. The Powering Electric Vehicles campaign features industry leaders and experts. Running through the spring of 2023, the program will feature informational and educational content, as well as a May networking event. More at globalautomobility.com. Some well-known scientists and tech leaders are calling for a pause in the development and use of AI. Former presidential candidate Andrew Yang, researchers from MIT and Harvard, plus Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak and Tesla founder Elon Musk are among a thousand people who have signed a petition calling for a six-month pause in further development of AI systems, such as ChatGPT and the newer GPT-4. 
Recent research released by scientists at Microsoft claims that the AI is strikingly close to demonstrating human-level performance in mathematics, software coding, image recognition, medicine, law, and psychology. The report also suggests that GPT-4 may be approaching the ability to reason in a fashion indistinguishable from a human being. The petition is prompted by a concern that powerful digital minds are being developed by people who cannot understand, predict, or control their creations. According to the petition, powerful AI systems should be developed only once we are confident that their effects will be positive and the risks will be manageable. This pause and discussion involved U.S.-based developers. The bigger issue is convincing organizations worldwide that this is the right thing to do. The concept of digital twins first emerged in the automated engineering industry. The idea is that a manufacturer can create digital replicas of machine components and then test them before developing or changing physical machines. For example, GE has a digital wind farm that it uses to monitor more than 40,000 turbines. Now the growth in smart cities is using the same technology. ABI research predicts that more than 500 cities will use some kind of digital twin technology by 2025. UK-based Blue Sky specializes in aerial surveying, which it asserts is the key to the growth in smart cities. To date, Blue Sky has created 3D maps of 20 cities in the UK using a hybrid aerial camera fitted to a small aircraft. The technology is similar to what you see in high-density LiDAR imagery, which works by firing millions of pulses of light out of a sensor and collecting them to measure the height of the terrain and objects on the ground, such as trees and buildings. The digital 3D model of an area is the basis of a digital twin. The result is a twin at a particular moment in time. AV technology company May Mobility and engineering firm Stantec have announced a partnership to develop, quote, turnkey AV microtransit solutions. Microtransit refers to small-scale on-demand public transit services. Since 2021, May Mobility has provided on-demand microtransit using AVs in Arlington, Texas, in Arbor, Michigan, and Grand Rapids, Minnesota. AV companies focused on closed environments continue to raise funding and make headway in building self-driving systems. A startup called Venti Technologies has raised $28.8 million to continue developing the technology that supports such systems. The company focuses not on the AV that you or I may someday buy, but rather Venti is targeting businesses that operate across warehouses, ports, and other shipping and logistics environments where vehicles currently driven by humans are central to operations. While self-driving vehicles are expensive, the idea is that industrial customers will make the investment because it'll pay off for them in the long term. According to Venti co-founder Dr. Heidi Weil, our customers are telling us that they expect to save over 50% of their operations costs with self-driving vehicles. We will be right back. We will be uh, right back. I can give it a go. Presenting. Many. I did. Hey, 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 I
Michigan leads in technology-driven innovation. See how at mytechnews.com, mitechnews.com. NASA has announced a plan to use robots to explore Mars. The strategy promotes low-cost missions that can be carried out frequently and is intended to kick off a series of missions later this decade following the Mars Sample Return Program. Mars Sample Return is a campaign involving NASA and the European Space Agency to bring the first samples of Mars material safely back to Earth for study. The difference in this approach is the constant cadence as opposed to the peaks and valleys that describe our history of Martian exploration and study. A consistent timeline would involve the launch of low-cost missions during every launch opportunity, occurring about once every two years. NASA's sample timeline has the first mission launching in the early 2030s, moving into a regular cadence by the middle of the decade. Robots are being increasingly used by businesses operating in the oceans and impacting activities involving such industries as food, transportation, energy, and telecommunications. As the global use of such renewable energy sources as offshore wind power increases or as more food comes from sustainable aquaculture, our dependence on deepwater technologies will increase. Houston-based Nauticus Robotics is using AI-equipped subsea robots for the U.S. military and offshore industries in the U.S., Brazil, Norway, and the U.K. The development and maintenance of the infrastructure required to support remotely operated vehicles is expensive. For example, the company is developing Flatfish, an autonomous underwater vehicle that recharges in a subsea docking station. Flatfish uses high-resolution 3D cameras to inspect pipelines and underwater infrastructure while collecting data from deep water sensors. The new technology offers the opportunity for more affordable and frequent inspections. Graduate students at the University of Tokyo have created a group of futuristic-looking drone prototypes that can change their shape mid-air. The drones were built with multi-axis gimbal systems and have individual segments. A multi-axis gimbal system uses motors and sensors to stabilize and control the movement of a camera or other mounted object along multiple axes. Each segment has its multi-copter propulsion unit, which powers it and allows it to thrust in any direction. Possible uses include search and rescue scenarios that would depend on a drone's ability to change shape and navigate through narrow spaces, grab onto objects, or push debris aside to clear a path. Other uses may involve agriculture, space exploration, or the navigation of a challenging terrain in combat situations. Fun fact, the students were inspired by the flying dragons in Game of Thrones. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.